wanna ask you, do you ever sit and wonder it's so strange we could be together for so long and never know, never care what goes on in the other one's head? Things I felt but I never said. You said things that I never said, so I'll say something that I should have said long ago. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. You could have just propped me up on the table like a mannequin, or a cardboard stand up and paint me. That you wanted me to be seen by the existential moment where we saw the couple in the coma, and it was we were the cliche, but we carried on anyway. So sure, I could just close my eyes. Yeah, sure, trace and memorize, but can you go back once you know? You don't know me. You don't know me at all. Trying to tell you is not gonna come out like I wanna say it, cause I know you'll only change it. Say it. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. You don't know me. You don't know me at all. Listening to Open Lines Radio. This is Open Lines with Holly and Mark. I'm Mark. Hi, Holly. Hi, Mark. How are things going? Awesome. Awesome? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> have, have you been enjoying Open Lines Radio this past week? Yeah, I have. I always do, though. Uh, be sure you join us tomorrow for um, The Sainted Path with Soraya the Great. What did you think of last week's Sainted Path? I loved it. Well, I... Sarai has a voice for radio. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's pretty awesome. So, yeah, I can't wait to hear, you know, what she's got going on in her head this week. I'm sure it's amazing. Um, what's new? What's new with you? Have you been? I've been I've been on this radio, this online radio station talking a lot for the past 
eight, nine, ten days. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I like Wednesdays because I get to hear other people talk. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. I got something. It just happened a couple minutes ago, so I'm still kind of processing it. <clears throat> a little hoarse, too. Sorry. Do you need Me. Do you need some water? Do you have any? Yeah. Sorry, oh, thanks. Right. Okay. <clears throat> just a few minutes ago. What happened a few minutes ago? Just a few minutes ago, I was sitting out here trying to get in the zone for the show, and I was scanning through the Instagram stories, and I was watching Hannah's story, and then all of a sudden the little thing came across the top that roadside shaman is live so I click over that and like two I was gonna say two minutes but it was probably more like 30 seconds into kind of watching her little live stream she was in the car with Truman I heard my own laugh like out of her radio on the story <laughs> and then she like totally did a plug for open lines and it but it was it was kind of trippy I fell into another dimension for a minute when I recognized my own voice like laughing in a past because it was weird was that little taste of what like great musicians must feel like when they hear their song on the radio radio, and it's like that trippy moment i got a little sliver taste of that it was pretty badass thank goodness (laughs) for the for the instagram community and the the crazy technology like i had a really good day everybody was really nice to me i threw a little like impromptu birthday surprise party in the morning for a co-worker who'd been kind of in their shit for a while and like it was a really fun day and then meanwhile I get like feedback from all my Instagram friends about you know how the last full moon went for them how intense it was like someone told me about how their ayahuasca trip went under the Pisces full moon and um, then I just get a pop in and see Hannah like doing her thing just down the street from me and I don't know I feel good I feel kind of I'm kind of in love with humanity again. I don't know what shifted under the moon, but I went from being like, I don't know. I have love in my heart. I have hope. It's good. Speaking of Hannah, transmutation. She's going to be she's filibustering on Friday. I know. I can't wait. You stole my plug. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're always rushing me. <laughs> All right, fine. Take it away. That was my story. That was a great story. That was a great story. Just wanted to make sure that. I feel like you're rushing me. I'm not rushing you. You got something? I'm just chilling. Spill it. Yeah, the Friday filibuster, Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific with a, a, a guest filibusterer. Is that, what you, is that what you call him? Yeah. <laughs> it is on Open Lines Radio, that's what you call him. That's She's going to talk now. for an hour. I can't it's wait. It's going to be all Hannah. For, She's got a very soothing voice. She does. She, as well. She always has very um, cool things that she talks about. Whenever we talk to Hannah, it always takes me like... A couple of weeks and I'll have random little fragment memories of stuff that she said and then I'll start thinking about it all over again yeah so so if you want that to happen to you tune in on Friday <laughs> at 10 a.m. that sounds like <laughs> your idea of a good time unfolding like a little there's always a surprise I don't know it just it's always really good I can't wait I like what we've got going on here I think it's we're just scratching the surface I think we're going to... I envision someday many voices on many Open Lines voices. Radio. I like that. That's something to look forward to. And speaking of many voices on Open Lines Radio... Yes. Do you have some other things you want to talk yes, about I today? Do. Oh, well, okay. I'll touch on that real quick. Yeah. I'm not going to rush you. Because we're going to... Go t- for it. <laughs> You're throwing me <laughs> off. 
We're going to talk to to Mishi. Michelle. Michelle. And I know her from her Instagram aesthetic and kind of her just beautiful aura. She's a great photographer, but I've never really talked to her. Talked to her. So I'm really excited to kind of match these images, this, you know, and merge the two, the voice and the, and the gram. Well, I got to tell you, I don't know why she's here, but she's here. I re just reached out the other day and said, hey, are you ready? So you don't know where we're going and, with this at all. And she said yes. And so it was just a feeling to ask her. Cool. And um, I'm gonna, we might as well. Yeah, I mean, we've been friends for a while. Let's pull her in. Yeah. I'm here. Hey, Michelle, are you can there? Can you hear me? Awesome. Well, we Hi. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Nice to talk to you guys, finally. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and kind of without any uh, direction. Like, we, you said yes, and we haven't really it's spoken. Great. Yeah, I mean, that sounds go good it. to me. I don't really know what I'm going to say, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you mentioned something about transformation. I definitely feel like I went through one of sorts. I'm not sure I can really be someone that gives all this great advice to people, but I definitely have had some interesting things happen um, more recently, and, and really good things. So, um, yeah, so thank you for reaching out and wanting to talk to me. I think it's awesome that you're getting people to use their voice and um, express things they want to share. Thanks so much. And you don't have to give good advice. It's not really about that. It's just about telling our stories. My intuition tells me she gives <laughs> great advice, so I think we should just let her talk. <laughs> so what's this transformation that you recently went through? Um, well... About a year ago, I was not going through the best time, I'll, I guess I'll say. Um, I I mean, prior to that, I went through a lot of loss. Um, like, I lost my father. I lost his father, my grandfather, eight months before that. Um, and then I was kind of dealing with my mom's grief over mine, because I lived with her. And I had just graduated from college. Um, so I was kind of in a situation where I couldn't really leave and I had to be with her and everything and uh, kind of carry um, all the emotions she was feeling. So um, I feel like I never really got to grieve properly. But anyway, so about a year ago, I I started experiencing like panic attacks for the first time. Like I would wake up in the mornings and I would just feel this heaviness on my chest and I definitely think that it correlated with me not being able to feel my mo own emotions and experience that grief for myself and um, I, it was just a lot of things built up I think and um, it just made me realize how important it was to do things for me and I feel like now um, I'm finally doing that. I moved, um, I just moved to Tampa a couple, it's almost been a month actually. <laughs> and I'm starting my graduate program in social work because I'm really interested in being a therapist and, um, 
because I feel like I went through a lot of things in my life. And if I can help other people through that, I mean, I don't, I can't really see myself doing anything else career wise. I mean, I have, you know, my creativity and all that, but um, as far as a career, I think this would be a good fit. So it just, it just feels great to be able to do my own thing now and kind of become the person I want to be. So. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Now, I was just noticing on your Instagram that sometimes you're in Utah, and I'm just Yeah, curious. that's, I'm not always sometimes in Utah. It was just one time, and that was, yeah, that was just about that one um, time. a month ago, and it's because my boyfriend, his family lives out there. They're not Mormons. Um, <laughs> um they, his father lives there because he's an engineer, something with the airport, I don't know all of it, but he, uh, he only goes there twice a year, and he had asked me, uh, if I wanted to go out there, so I'm always down for, like, going to a new place, I've never, for any reason, thought I would be going to Utah, but it's actually pretty magical, um, in a different way, it's very relaxing out there, and, um, I enjoyed it a lot, so... That's where those photos are from. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have too many connections <laughs> to Utah otherwise than uh, uh, we went for the 4th of July. So it, it's just beautiful out there because you could just, uh, it's probably, I haven't been able to see the stars that much probably in my whole life. Like, and then there was a little bit of a breeze and stuff, which you don't get in Florida too often. It was a little chilly, so that was nice. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. definitely a special place. Now, this this transformation of yours we were talking about did that happen? Like, is is going is going to graduate school like part of that, or um, kind of. I think it's more so just the things I learned through getting myself out of that kind of deep depression I was in. Um, I would say graduate school is just because where I was last year, I couldn't even picture myself doing that. So I feel like I'm just a completely different person now that I didn't expect I would be in the place I was before. I mean, I, I... to be honest, I just didn't even really want to be alive with the way I was feeling last year. I was just, um, it was just kind of scary. I never experienced that, those kind of emotions, I guess. What helped you get through those? What would you say were kind of the key points where things started to um, lift off of you? Do you, can you kind of pinpoint or walk us through when you started to feel better and how maybe you did, did was it just time alone or were you using any kind of meditation techniques or um, did you have somebody open up their you know ears for you so that you could talk about some of the stuff that you were carrying for your mom uh, just kind of walk us through yeah, that yeah I mean I definitely wanted more than anything to kind of be alone because I felt like no one else really understood what I was experiencing. And so I definitely spent a lot of time alone at first and I started, you know, going to yoga again, but it just, 
nothing felt right. And that was just the weirdest part about it because I've always been very open to all of these spiritual type of practices and meditation and everything. And just nothing really felt right. So I, I felt like I was just going bonkers because I'm like, ha, like none of my tricks were working, you know. And um, I guess it was for a reason, maybe. But um, eventually, I did come across. Well, I was attempting to go to a yoga class, which is usually how I would relax. Um, I was driving down this one road to get there, and I happened to glance over for some reason, and I saw. Uh, Palm Beach Dharma Center and I just got like a really good feeling to go check it out I never really got too much into like Buddhist or Buddhism practices before but I always had an interest about it and I just got a good feeling when I glanced um, at it and um, so one day I decided to go there. I found out when their, you know, open hours were. Anyone is welcome. And apparently I came on one of the most auspicious days of the year because the monk that um, kind of runs the center, he's usually in India, but he happened to be there that day that I came. And everyone that was there was, like, freaking out, like, you must have good karma. <laughs> and um, you should give an offering because then you could get a, a blessing by him and I was just like okay <laughs> like I didn't really know what that meant but um, there's this cloth thing called a uh, kata I think that's how you pronounce it and they told me to give an offering to him um, like that and I did and he blessed me I guess and um, I felt I don't know I I, I I don't know if the blessing really made that much of a difference, but I definitely felt like I was meant to be there at that time, and everyone there was very uh, supportive, and I kind of was able to open up to people a lot there, and you kind of just speak uh, kind of like this. You're able to just speak your mind with people and, um, you know, talk about uh, just the way the mind works, which is everything I'm interested in. So I felt like it was meant to be that I found that place and I started going there practicing meditations and it wasn't anything I was really used to before because I'm I, I usually like meditations where you're kinda like you have the guided imagery you know like you're walking up this staircase and you open the box like my brain is very good with imagery like that but this was just silent meditations the kind that I was going to which was very difficult at first for me um, but I kind of just played around with it and let my mind be free and I would bring my notebook with me because um, we would get breaks in between it was like 20 minutes of uh, silent meditation then you get like a five minute break and then go back for another 20 minutes um, but I bring my notebook with me and within that five minutes I would just kind of write down like visions I had or stuff or just anything that came to my mind and part of me is like am I doing this right am I is this what you're supposed to do but I just decided like this is my version of meditation for now you know and um, it just just being there and getting to um, be myself and open up in that way I think is what initially what helped me and uh, through that 
I kind of just changed my perspective. I felt like a lot of times, too, I was putting myself in this box of what I thought everyone thought of me. So I was playing that character of what everyone thought that I was. And I just decided, what if I just changed the story? You know, like, what if I just did the opposite and I just became confident instead? And I kind of just did it like an experiment like that, like fake it till you make it type of thing. And it's been working. <laughs> and I, I, I haven't been more confident or um, just happy with myself in a long time. And I think it definitely started with uh, going to that center and just being open about my story. It seems like fake it till you make it is big right now. A lot of people. Really? I, hear, I okay. hear that a lot. <laughs> I mean, I got. I guess because maybe it's working. I mean, I know it's working for me. Yeah, that's that's an interesting realization. I I can relate to that kind of that moment where it's like you know I'm just really tired of carrying around all this pain and I just I'm just not that yeah. person anymore. <laughs> And just deciding one day to just not be that way anymore, uh, just basically faking it. And it stuck, and it it's good, and I, I totally get what you're saying there. That's yeah, awesome. it's like, why keep playing along with this story that you don't want to be in anyway, you know? It's like you, you're, you're able to change the rules. Like, this is your, this is your book. So I just decided little by little like I don't have to put myself in like this category of not becoming who I want to be I could just do it you know I mean it's easier said than done for sure but um if you just change your mindset or, or try to um I I for me I just said like just just be the opposite of what you normally are like just just pretend you're confident and <laughs> Um, it started to work. I don't know. Um. You definitely project an aura of confidence and a very healing aura. So it, I actually didn't realize that you were like into social work and stuff, but like that totally makes sense. Like just the light that you give off and I don't know. I, I tell us about how you see your future coming up. Give us, give us a visual on what you know would be the ideal situation for you well <laughs> I, I feel like I definitely want to do a lot of things in this life which has been kind of confusing for me throughout my life because I was never really sure which way I wanted to go but I, I I definitely think I'm on the right path of wanting to be a therapist and wanting to help people with their grief and I'm interested in working with domestic violence victims you know women that have been like sexually assaulted and um, in the future I would love to have you know my own private practice or get involved um, in a community uh, with those kinds of patients or trauma patients because um, it's not I feel like in those situations you need to be someone who's gone through similar things and, and I mean what better way to spend my time than trying to help others that um, have been through it as well. I mean to me that would that would be 
really important. And then also, other than that, definitely if I can just um, expect express my creativity the way I want, you know, I I, I feel very called to write. Um, I write some poetry and I write songs. <laughs> Um, I'm going to be working on trying to record some soon. I mean, now I'm a little busy with graduate school, but I'm going to make time for it. Uh, I, I just feel really called to cool. to um, express myself in that way, and it's something I've been wanting to do for a while. So, were were you on? Were you in a in a band? Were you on a little uh, tour I was, recently? Like, I yeah, that's <laughs> that's actually at my friend's warehouse. <laughs> in uh, Boca, basically all these musicians just come here and like come there and just jam out and um, like improvise and it's just a lot of fun and it was it was really cool for me because it's been a while since I kind of played any instrument or sang in front of people in a long time so it was a cool environment for me and that's actually where I met my boyfriend too so (laughs) Um, it just goes to show when you put yourself out there, you end up in the right situations with the right people, you know. Um, if I didn't put myself out there, I probably would have never met him, and um, it's definitely been the best relationship I've been in so far. So, um, But yeah, that's, that's what that was. I, I was in a band back in high school. <laughs> it, was, um, it was a metal band. Um, we've, we only did a couple shows, and one of them was a talent show, and I sang, um, Enter Sandman by Metallica. <laughs> if you can picture me doing that, that's, um, that, that was how I, I exited high school. It was like the last week of, <laughs> I, I, it was kind of just me going with a bang. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was a good time. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I kind of just, uh, after that, I just wanted to write my own stuff. And I did so acoustically, but I've never really put myself out there. Um, but I'm I'm going to try to still do that because there's a big part of me that feels like I should. So um, I want to start by doing recordings and seeing where that goes. But, Yeah. Definitely. I think, you know, if you're planning on focusing and working with an underserved trauma community, you should definitely find a way to kind of counterbalance that with, um, you know, expressing your feelings and getting some of that out through music and and writing. I can't wait to see all of your transmutations of negative (laughs) energy into positive things. I, I feel good about it. I can't wait to see. Well, thank you. Next. Yeah, I'm, I I can't wait to see actually too. Um, <laughs> it's interesting, you know, because it's like you go through all this this pain, and it's like how to how do we transform this into something beautiful, and that others can take something away from, and um, it's just a really it's an awesome process. So I hope that I'm able to do it the way that um, we bring something out in someone else, too. So, we'll see. But uh, but definitely, um, initially, art therapy is what I was interested in getting involved in when I first started studying psychology. 
but I kind of felt um, I'd have more opportunities in graduate school with focusing on social work, but art therapy is something you could always bring in with any kind of uh, master's level degree in a therapy setting. So that's definitely uh, what I'm interested in being involved in. I think it's 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 just really important to express yourself, like even if it's not a masterpiece, you know, just throwing paint on the canvas, the colors, the lines, it all it's just all self-expression. So, is that is so is art kind of your your coping mechanism now? We talked a little bit about the past. We've talked a little bit about the future. In the in the present, how are you? What are you doing to? Um, like how, or maybe it, maybe it's nothing. Maybe you, you just have achieved a state of happiness. But but like, what are some some things you do when those darker thoughts start to creep in? Well, lately, I mean, I just kind of moved here, and it's been like a lot going on. So I've been like preoccupied. So luckily, those dark thoughts haven't been creeping up as much. But normally. You know, I do like to express myself through art. If those those thoughts do come up, I'll just... And, and I try not to be hard on myself, too. Like, if I just want to just paint something to express it, I'm not like, let, let me make something that's that's awesome. You know, I think it's important to just just focus on the creation of it. And, um, and also, uh, I know you started following me on that other Instagram I made, the Kyla Rambles On. I kind of, um, I kind of created that in a way where I could just like express my thoughts and just see if it reaches anyone or what they think about it. Um, so that's kind of been another form of uh, self-expression for me. I haven't been using it lately because I haven't. I felt like I haven't really been on that level lately since I've been so busy of uh, uh, making those kinds of posts. But yeah, that's that's another way that I I been kind of expressing I think that's a good way you know I found out recently that it's called a, a, <laughs> a Finsta a fake a fake Instagram account is what it's called so oh. so if people who have Finstas I have about 12 <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have a ton you have a ton most of them are just faceless <laughs> meme generators but um, yeah. I think it's important to kind of go under like you can go you don't have to put your face on it, and then that way you can express yeah. yourself without. Uh, yeah, being and it just feels like, you know, like another version of myself in a way. Because I feel like within us, we all have like different multitudes, and I mean, at least that's how I feel. <laughs> and um, totally, I mean, it's hard not to be right. Um, but I just felt. You know, I, I just needed something. I didn't want to use my actual account to do postings like that because maybe some people will get annoyed with it or I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't care. I just felt like I wanted a separate thing personally to just share um, posts like that that were more in-depth and uh, thought-provoking and, you know. And I, I told people about it like, hey, this is me if you're interested in stuff like this and good vibes then follow this and if not then <laughs> you don't have to but yeah it's it's been a good outlet for me and I think some people seem to like it so that's cool <laughs> yeah I think people really appreciate just raw authenticity and that's kind of how 
just the general empath is it's kind of what we live on right now it's like these little glimpses that you know there are other people like us and they go through it and they come out the other side and they're willing to share so I mean it's just yeah I'm totally I'm totally behind the giving all of your multi-dimensional selves their own space and their own voice and maybe even their own color scheme however it wants to be expressed I think we're really lucky to to have an outlet like that for that kind of thought expression so I'm behind <laughs> a thousand well, percent <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> that's what's kind of awesome. It's it's one of the pros about social media, I think, for artists especially, you know. Like, you could just so easily put yourself out there. I mean, this is, how, this is how I'm talking to you guys right now, really. I don't even know how I started following um, Mark. or I just remember seeing the post whenever I was in the job I hated, and I'm like, this is exactly how I feel right now. <laughs> well, how do you know? <laughs> so, um, but I, yeah, it's crazy because I've always just felt very connected to your posts, and I don't know. But that, it, I mean, social media definitely has its cons, but the pros are that that you can find people so easily uh, that agree with maybe even some of the darker thoughts you have, and um, are able to express that in beautiful ways. So. I, I, I don't know. I think it's awesome that we were able to connect and, um, yeah. <laughs> awesome. This has been so cool to, uh, to talk to you. Don't you think? Yeah. No, this has been so cool. I mean, I had a feeling, but <laughs> wow, she's awesome. Well, let's not go crazy. <laughs> I'm all right, but. <laughs> Uh, well, you've got eyes on you. We're expecting yeah. big things. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> whenever you want to put some music out. Yeah. yeah, I guess I am kind of putting a lot out there, but I, I, I want to, you know. To me, it's like, what would be the point if I don't share my story in some way? And it's not that everyone has to do that, you know, like. Just for me personally, I feel called to um, kind of put it out there, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you totally have a healer vibe, and I can tell that, yeah. I mean, it is. It's, it's like a healing vibe, and your your capacity to share and help other people, I just... I respect that so much and just just being brave enough to share your voice and say hey you know once upon a time I felt like shit too and mm -hmm. I got through it it's so important you never mm -hmm. know who it's gonna reach yeah I mean um I think it's just really important for me I guess to be vulnerable in that way um because a lot of times people do put on that kind of mask and, um, you know, they don't want to reveal certain things, which is fine, but I don't know. I, it, the more you're just able to be vulnerable, I think there's a strength in that too. And 
it, it just it makes so much more of a difference in other people's lives you know like i think about like music artists like uh fiona apple is one of my favorites and definitely one of my biggest inspirations like just poetry wise and um just she's so honest about herself and i think that's such a respectable trait for at least for the lifestyle that i want to live and it's made me feel a hell of a less lot a lot alone so um, it's important, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, and I think, um, the way you, when you I, I think the reason a lot of people, a lot of healers are artistic is because artists are prone to like opening themselves up and, and exposing their vulnerability. And so I think, I think a, a lot of times we see art, art and healing go hand in hand. Like you were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. But, and then there's some healers, I feel like. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess this is maybe off topic, but I'm just thinking about it. Just certain people to watch out for. <laughs> I think I talked to you about that before in one of our, like, Instagram messages. Just experiences I've had with certain... Um, clairvoyance and such then yeah what what uh like like tell the listeners what we need to look out for <sighs> people who are tapping into your vulnerabilities yeah so i, I there's I, there's certain people like i used to work at this um I don't really know why I thought to bring it up, but I, I used to work at this um, <clears throat> metaphysical store a couple years ago, and um, my boss was like this clairvoyant, quote unquote. Um, but she was always, you know, about just like positive energy and you know living in light, which is something I like aspire to as well. But it was never about the other side of spirituality, you know, like there are some, there is some darkness in it too. And, and sadness, we can't just like turn on a light all the time and just say like <clears throat> rainbows and butterflies. So <clears throat> sorry, I have a little cold, but, um, <clears throat> I just always felt like it was inauthentic and I feel like those are the kinds of people you have to watch out for that that don't want to share that kind of vulnerability and that always want to seem positive all the time. Because um, there is, there does need to be a balance, I think. It's the yin and the yang. You have to be aware of people who never have like a human moment. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I've been around some metaphysical store owners with similar attitudes, so I don't know. Maybe that's like, maybe that's a cautionary tale too. Like, <laughs> don't open a metaphysical store; you'll mm. turn into a bad healer because she's yeah. awful. Anyway, that was ho that was Holly. You can any uh, metaphysical store owners out there listening can direct hate mail to. Holly. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> I already know all you, so. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. No, but it is a good tip because 
Um, and especially if I don't know. I'm no. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna give it the space. What you said <laughs> is great. <laughs> exactly. Totally yeah, great. I don't know why I thought to bring it up. I guess just. I guess I just, especially at the time, I felt like, you know, some of the other girls that worked there were kind of like more like her, like just very like, you know, positive all the time. And I felt like the like the goth one there or something, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> There's power in that, though. There's power in being the real one. and Yeah. I, I just... I think it's just so important to experience, like, all your emotions, you know, not just to, like, fall deep in so far into your sadness and feelings to the point of, like, no, but just, it just not, it can't be good to avoid your emotions, and I think I, I definitely learned that when it started taking, like, a physical effect on me with the panic attacks, and, um, I don't know, I guess it's, that's, just something I think that's important for sure. Right on. Right on. This has been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Out of nowhere. I know it was, I, I came into your DMs <laughs> unexpectedly. <Hey. laughs> Want to come talk? <laughs> and she did. Well, it was funny that's because, awesome. like, uh, after I saw that post about. Uh, the Wednesday night and about the transformation, like that little funny meme with the the uh, plant growing and uh, this is painful and stuff. I was like, huh, I can relate to that. And I was like, maybe maybe I should message him about going. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know if it's the right time. And then you message me, so <laughs> so I, yeah. So I guess That's it was crazy. the right time. So you picked up. On that. Yes, yes, works. it's awesome. And the only thing I can think of is there's probably somebody out there who's listening who will never even know who it is who comes across it at random, and it was exactly what I hope so. Do. I hope so. <laughs> I thought I hope that uh, it was interesting to someone. I don't even. Really, I was just rambling on and on. So yeah, that's what, that's we, what do. we do here. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. That's um, it's awesome that you guys had me. Great ramble. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Bye, Michelle. So, what do you think? I love it. That was fun, I totally huh? love it. Yeah, she's awesome. I just... You know, my list of people that I don't like is getting like really dwarfed by the people that I am finding that are completely amazing. Really? Yeah. The tables have turned. There's a lot of amazing people out there. The good list is growing like leaps and bounds. The bad list, I don't know, it's becoming less significant. What do you think? I thought it was great. Good. That was great. We had a similar um, kind of cathartic turnaround moment um, at a Buddhist monastery. Oh, yeah. I was When she was saying that, I was totally thinking about that. We did because we were just able to listen to people freely open up at a Dharma talk. It was After a silent walking meditation. Yes. Yeah. I totally get that. I was thinking the same thing. We went to Deer Park that day. Kind of stumbled in, not really having direction that day, but just like we're 
landed in random Southern California and what do we do next? <laughs> and that really helped us actually. So it was awesome. Awesome. Totally. Well, what do you think? Should we get out of here? Yep. All right. We're going to get out of here. Join uh, Soraya the Great tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern for the Sanded Path. Join Hannah on Friday, 10 a.m. for the Friday filibuster. filibuster. Uh, Saturday morning for Saturday detention. I don't know. i got to find a, a good lecture. I have one. Okay, cool. We're going to have a lecture on Saturday morning. Sunday, join us for the Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire. Monday, join us for the Monday Mixtape. Tuesday is streaming consciousness and then we'll be right back here on wednesday for open lions with holly and mark how about that that was impressive (laughs) we are filling up the airwaves with i don't know something Something (laughs) (laughs) have a good night we'll talk to you soon I tell you how I feel, but you don't care I say tell me the truth, but you don't dare You say love is a hell you cannot bear And I say give me my back and then go there for all I care I got my feet on the ground and I don't go to sleep to dream You got your head in the clouds, you're not at all what you seem This mind, this body, and this voice cannot be stopped In all my life I could swallow the seas twice down all this pride First you run like a fool just to be at my side And now you run like a fool but you just run to hide And I can't abide I got my feet on the ground and I don't go to sleep to dream You got your head in the clouds You're not at all what you seem This mind, this body and this voice cannot be stifled by your deep Take the sorrow you gave and all the stakes you claim